Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts that we watched Were so gallantly streaming Still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave Oh, the land of free And the Country 1079. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Faith Hill with the national anthem this morning. Heading into a busy week here in the Valley. The uh, I think both teams are here already. You know, the Chiefs arrived yesterday uh, about 14 hours ago. Big old chartered United Airlines jet landing at Sky Harbor. And they had the pilot's window open with the Chiefs flag hanging out the window. Stop. Yeah, as they were pulling up to the, uh, the tarmac. And- That's amazing. Watching the video of this happen right now. There's Patrick Mahomes in his uh, tie-dyed sweatshirt. <laughs> That's awesome. That's got to be exciting for them, though. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they got to know that, you know, they got a busy week ahead of them as well. I think today is uh, media day down at the Footprint Center where they all sit up on their little uh, pedestals with their names on the front. And they answer any and all question from media. And it's typically, I mean, there's a lot of serious questions. Yeah. But there's also media from, like, all over the world. And from social media and stuff like that, like these social media influencers, and they show up and they ask these silly, zany questions, you know, just kind of get a reaction out of some of the players. Why? It's just it's just what Media Day has always been about. They will, like, give credentials to anybody. Like the homeless dude out front, man, he could apply for some credentials <laughs> for Media Day. Do you have ago. a name? You're in. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll see pictures of video from the Footprint Center today of all the players and their respective times that they got to be out there. And um, you'll see how many people are there. It's crazy. Is it even, do you even think it's worth going because there's so many people there? Um, like, how do you get yeah, a word I mean, in? I didn't fight too hard. Yeah. I tried to get credentials for this thing today. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be there. You know, I'd love to be there and shout, I love you, man, to some of the players and yeah. stuff. But uh, I, for me to be there, which is weird, I had to request credentials three months ago. And like two months ago, I'm like, oh, maybe I should do this. And, you know. I'm, yeah. But it, it, I'm local. I'm right down the road. So you should be able to, like, get in. Like, you how think. hard is it to add you, you to think. the list and give you a piece of yeah, paper that says you can get in? I know. I don't get it. But you can buy your way in. You can go sit in the seats and watch it all happen if you want. You're at the Footprint Center. But uh, lots of stuff going on this week, all leading up to the big game on Sunday. Phoenix Open this week. Uh, the Pro-Am is on Wednesday out there in Scottsdale, TPC Scottsdale. Uh, Jason Aldean has been added to the Pro-Am. Which I love. And, like, why not? You're going to be here for Thursday anyways. That's Coming right. He is performing the, uh, the bird's nest on Thursday. Yeah. It makes yeah. so much sense. Good for him. Uh, Alex Rod. Rodriguez was added, and uh, they'll be adding more people this week. You know, celebrities for last minute. Hopefully some more country people. That'd be cool. <laughs> that will be pretty cool. Yeah. Dirk's played it in one year. Yeah, well, he should. He's he's from here. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate you having us on. Uh, let's jump right on into the morning riddle here. Okay. A man runs away from home. He turns left, but keeps running. After some time, he turns left again and keeps running. He later turns left once, once more and runs back home. Who was the man in the mask? A man runs away from home. He keeps, he turns left, but keeps running. After some time, he turns left again and keeps running. He later turns left one more time and runs back home. Who was the man in the mask? If you think you know, you can text us at 22108. I will be very disappointed if you don't get this, Cheyenne. I will. The correct answer is six minutes away here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning, uh, the morning riddle. Here you go. A man runs away from home. He turns left, but keeps running. After some time, he turns left again and keeps running. He later turns left one more time and runs back home. Who was the man in the mask? Come up with a guess at all, Cheyenne. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's some of the incorrect guesses coming in by text at 22108. Now, I think the the thing that kind of throws it off a little bit is the man in the mask. Yeah, that's weird. That's It's like, yeah. what? Scream? I mean, once you hear the answer, <laughs> I know, once you hear the answer, though. Um, I don't know, we'll explain it here in a moment. Some of the incorrect guesses coming in on text at 22108. Uh, text at the 480, a Roman soldier. That is incorrect. <laughs> text at the 602, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes, he is the man in the mask, but not the... I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Text the 412. Uh, dad leaving for milk. <laughs> yeah, but this guy returns home. That's the problem. <laughs> well, if he's going for milk for the kid, he returns home with the milk. <laughs> no, it's a joke. For people who don't have dads, they went to go get milk and didn't come back. Oh. That guy went back. Uh, Text the 623, the Lone Ranger. No. Yeah, I will take uh, There's a guest that's coming in that's not the correct guest, but I'll take that one as well just because of the confusing line of uh, who is the man in the mask, right? Okay. A, man, a man runs away from home. He turns left but keeps running. After some time, he turns left again and keeps running. He later turns left one more time and runs back home. Who was the man in the mask, Cheyenne? Was it the man who's running? <laughs> what if he had a mask on? The answer to the riddle is a baseball player running the bases. 
But see, now the man in the mask thing kind of is confused. A lot of people are guessing the catcher. Oh, right? gotcha, 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 gotcha. Or the umpire running the bases. But yeah. the actual answer is a baseball player running the ba- the bases. I don't get the whole who is the man in the mask thing. I get you it know? if you understood that it was the bases that he was running. The man with the catcher's mask. I get that. It but makes it, sense. But it says a baseball player running the bases. Doesn't yeah, say I don't understand catcher. the answer. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Unless he was wearing his COVID mask when he was running the bases. I mean, oh, that could be it. Maybe. Thing. Maybe yeah. this was a 2020 riddle. Yeah, this was a 2020 <laughs> riddle. All right. If you guess baseball player or catcher, we'll take that as well. Uh, nice to know. We do the morning riddle every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, we hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for having us on. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, this gal in Florida. Uh, her grandfather passed away at 98, and uh, they were cleaning, cleaning out his house. And they found a tin box hidden in the fireplace with $4,000 in it. $4,000 in cash? That's amazing. Uh, Here she is talking about it. My grandfather was known to hide things all over the house. This is the first thing I found that had actual money in it. We are 99% convinced that he also has money buried out in the yard somewhere. So next up is the metal detector so we can start searching the yard before we sell the house. Wait, 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 wait. Was that Randy Quaid? Who? From National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. He has money hidden all in his yard. Oh, really? Yeah. you never seen Vegas Vacation? No. You haven't seen Christmas Vacation? No. You haven't seen Vegas Vacation? What is no. wrong with you? I haven't seen any of that, like, series of movies. So to give... Spoiler alert on Vegas vacation. <laughs> Clark wastes all his money in uh, Vegas, right? So he's down to like nothing. Uh-huh. So Randy Quaid uh, has got a little trailer on the uh, the outskirts of Vegas. And he goes, uh, I'll help you out, Clark. And so they go back to his house. And he's got like coffee cans of money scattered all in the yard in front of his trailer. <laughs> so they're out there just digging it up. <laughs> That's kind of genius, though. Is it? So, I mean, like this dude in Florida, yeah. $4,000 in a tin can, you know, behind his fireplace. And she's convinced there's more money out in the yard somewhere. So they're using a metal detector to search the yard to try and find that money. That's like, genius. I mean, yeah. Like if you bury it, it's like out of sight, out of mind, right? <laughs> but if you get into a pinch, you're like, oh, I've got that money buried. I'm going to go get it. There's this new thing, Cheyenne. Actually, it's not so new. It's called a bank account. <laughs> See, <laughs> and like when this. you need more money, you go to the bank and pull the money out yeah, of the bank but account. But if it's sitting in the bank account... Like then what? You're gonna see it, and see. My point is like, if it's out of sight, it's out of it? mind. If you pull up your bank account and you see the money sitting there, just delete the like, app. They, they, they just don't log into an app. You don't see it. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, well, I mean, you think it's genius. Maybe more people are on that same wavelength as you, Cheyenne. I, I get it. Do you hide money around your house, around your property? Let's see how many people do. Do you hide anything around your house? (laughs) No, I spend it. If it's it's in my house, I'm going to spend it. It's much better being in a bank account. That's my point. No, no way. There's no way. Because if you've got that money sitting in your bank account and you've got direct access to it, what is the difference? Well, no. I mean, no. Look at like investments and savings accounts that yield interest, right? You don't have to have a card for those accounts. Right, but it's still accessible. Not as easy as cash. If you got cash on hand in your house, that's super easy and accessible. Yeah, but if you bury it, it's a pain in the butt to get to. (laughs) 
But do you really, you do <laughs> not me, put effort into a lot of things. You really think you're going to be like, you know what? I want to go to Costco. I'm going to go dig up my exactly. 2000 Same, no, same mindset. I'm not going to put the effort into burying it either. <laughs> Okay, valid. Okay, All valid. Right. All right. <laughs> you hide money around your house. Do you hide money in your yard? Like, where do you keep it? We we don't know your address. We don't know where you live. So if you tell us where your money's at, like, we're going to go get it. <laughs> you know? So just tell us. Be honest with us. Do you hide cash around your house? Curious where it's at. <laughs> I promise. We, we don't know how to track you down. I just, I'm just, I'm so curious about this and of whether people hide money here in the valley in their yard or in their house somewhere. Like, still. Because there is bank accounts and stuff like that. Well, there is. That's the safest spot for your money, I think. I, there's going to be some people that say, oh, no, that's not safe. <laughs> it's but, the government. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> going to take it all away. Yeah. You know, and that's why they hide it in their house. Uh-huh. You know, but to me, having cash in my house is just way too accessible. It is. So I have bank accounts. Okay. You know? If, that, if that's what works for you. Yeah. I can't have money at all because I'll just spend it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Uh, all right, Texas to two two one away. We'd love to hear what you got. Do you hide money around the house, around your property? We're gonna get to your text coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Do you hide money around your house or in your yard? And there was a surprising amount of text messages coming in of people. Well, surprising to me, I guess, of uh, people who do actually stash money, hide money around the house. I don't see anything. Uh, I've yet to see a text coming in of people who have dug a hole in their yard and buried it in the yard like <laughs> Randy Quaid did in Vegas Vacation. Maybe because it is you know? too much effort. Well, then you got to remember. I mean, normally, like when you bury your pet in the backyard, you put a little cross, right? Right. So if you're hiding money, you're not going to bang a stick in the ground. Money here. Realize the money. Realize the money. <laughs> not a wise decision. Yeah. Yeah. Not a wise strategy there. So if you're going to bury it in the ground, in the ground, got to kind of know where. Uh, where it is, like three steps north from the pool filter. And then take a left and take two more steps. <laughs> and then you like miss it by a step and you start digging. You're like, where'd it go? <laughs> you're like <laughs> inches away from it. But like, how do you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, a gal in Florida. Her grandfather passed away in 98. And as they were going through his house, they found four grand uh, in a tin container behind the fireplace. And uh, she swears up and down that there's probably more hidden around the house. So they got this whole scavenger hunt thing going on. Which is probably fun for them, to be honest. They're using a metal detector in the backyard to find <laughs> the uh, the buried money. But somebody texted saying, uh, uh, pointing out that what if the money was not buried in a metal container? Oh, yeah. Then that money's just kind of back to the earth, man. Yeah. It's like, just like in a plastic Tupperware container and then yeah, you're asking well. there. Yeah. Crazy. But where do you hide money? Do you hide money and where do you hide it? Texts are coming in at 22108. Uh, text with the two, uh, 602. I definitely have always had money around the house. Best places that I hide them or hide the money is in the freezer. And I'll keep an envelope with cash ready in the bottom of my lawn, <laughs> laundry hamper. No one else touches the laundry, obviously. <laughs> I mean, if that works for you, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I just don't want it to get like messed up. I would like tape it to the bottom, like underneath. Where your sweaty underwear. Yeah, I don't want that on my money. So I'll put it like underneath the laundry basket. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming that's what happens. I can't imagine that they're just tossing bills in there and then throwing the laundry on top of it. (laughs) Like all these sinkles. Yeah. Text the 623. When I worked as a waitress, it was so much easier to hide cash because it was coming in every day. You see that if you get tips. Yeah. Dashing that around the house. Text the 254. I have six kids. What is this cash you speak of? (laughs) 
Text to the 480. I have a closet full of purses and I stash money in the wallets in those purses. That's smart. Text to the 626. We have a fake beer can in the fridge where we hide some cash. I forgot it was fake and I tried to open it once. <laughs> That's genius, though. Unless your robber is like an alcoholic and then that might be a problem. <laughs> I know, he's just killing time, drinking beers. I was like, oh, that was easy. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> Text to the 520. I had money on I hide money under the TV. At least two thousand or more there right now. What? What kind of TV do you have where you're able to hide it under the TV? Boob tube. Yeah. Gotta be one of those. You know, like those, those big like hundred plus pound TVs yeah. that have like the frame around yeah, it. Yeah, you put it underneath <laughs> there. Nobody's gonna lift it up. Nobody, because nobody can. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people hiding stuff around their house in the walls. Really? There's a, uh, let's see, I have a hole in my wall with a decorative plate over it. I just put money in the wall. Well, I, I just went through a, uh, a kitchen remodel and we also had to take the fireplace out because uh-huh. I mean, we're in Arizona. I mean, who uses the fireplace? Valid. So we had to take the fireplace out and as they're down, they're just whacking away with the, uh, the sledgehammer in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, I hope they find something good. <laughs> you think they would have told you? I, I probably not. <laughs> Those guys probably get paid minimum wage to go in there. Yeah. 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 He he may have found something for all I know. He just held on to it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you stash money somewhere? Like, I'm kind of curious if there's anybody that actually puts it out in the yard, buries it out there. You can text us to 22108. More of your text coming up next. They're on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Around the house, maybe somewhere on your property, out in the backyard. Uh, Texts are coming in to 22108 of people who. do hide money around their house. There's a gal in Florida. Her uh, grandpa died away, uh, passed away at 98 recently. They were going through his house, found four grand in a tin can behind the fireplace, and she is confident, swears up and down that there's money all over that property. So now they are out with the uh, metal detector and, uh, you know, combing the ground. Just reminds me of Randy Quaid. And uh, I, I can't remember his character's name in Vegas Vacation, but uh, Randy Quaid plays that character. And he's got money hidden all over the property. Uh, for a rainy day, as he says. Um, <laughs> That's his excuse. It's a rainy day. Yeah, it's, it's a rainy day. You know, he's like they're, they're Clark, um, you know, in the movie, he's digging up the tin can. He come, brings up the, like the U-band can, pulls out some cash. <laughs> it was like 400 bucks. And Randy's like, oh, yeah, that was from when I donated my kidney or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so he gets, a, you know, wads of cash and hides it out in the yard. Yeah. You know, so I've yet to see a text come in of anybody who is hiding money in a in a coffee can out in the backyard. Maybe because it is just too much effort to well, not only remember it, but to dig it up. Yeah, it's remembering it. Yeah. You know, like pirates, when they hide their booty, uh, they put the X on yeah. the ground. X marks the spot. But you if you're going to go that. and do that in your backyard, you're just showing people where your money's hidden. It's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. But uh, th- there is one in the backyard, but it's in the dog's house. Uh, where's oh, that that's one smart. At? Um. Yeah, there it is. Sex with the four eight L. My dad used to hide his money outside in our dog's dog house. He might still do it, but I never told him I knew about it. <laughs> That's kind of smart, though. Yeah, who's gonna want to crawl in there in a nasty dog bed outside? Ew, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, text with the four eight L. I keep a couple of thousand dollars in a book in my house. I'm in a business where I receive cash occasionally. It's how we save for vacations. Oh, love that. Uh, text with the four eight L. I hide the money in. I hide the money in the bag of Brussels sprouts in the freezer. I would come across that pretty quick. I like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. (laughs) 
but hey, kids don't. So Yeah, I mean, there's gonna, no way that they're going to take it and steal it. You put it in the popsicle box, they will find it. <laughs> put it in the Brussels sprouts, they ain't, gonna, they ain't touching that. Text the 503, I have a book with a hole cut out uh, into the pages for where I store my money. Okay. Text the 480, I stash money under the carpet. Just pull it up from the wall, Cheyenne. Throw it, like, you gotta lay in it the out corner. There. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You can't have like a wad. <laughs> like a, a big old stack. It's just like a one lump in your carpet. Like a mole. Like a mole hole <laughs> in your uh, in your carpet. Oh my gosh. Uh, text with the six zero two. My mother just passed away, and while cleaning out her house, we found about six thousand dollars throughout her house, in her clothes, in her purse, in her jeans, and just rolled up at the back of dresser drawers. Oh wow. Good to have cash, though. You never know when you're going to need it. Like this text says, text to the 602, uh, you absolutely need to have a stash at home. Look at the pandemic where the banks were closed and you can only get a certain amount of money out of the ATM. That's a good point. Text to the 602, I use a bank account that is not accessible with a card and I have to transfer it from that institution to another institution just to get access to it. Keeps me from spending the money I'm trying to save for a house. It's just too much effort. It's like putting it in the ground. It's way too much effort to go get it. Yeah. Oh, Cousin Eddie is Randy Quaid's character in Vegas Vacation. Thank you for that. (laughs) That was bugging me. Still don't know who that is, but it's okay. You need to sit down and have a marathon with the National Lampoon's movies. Vegas Vacation, Christmas Vacation. Have you seen any of them? Like the original Vacation? No. European Vacation? No. Oh, watch them. You can you can literally add any destination in front of vacation and lampoons on the front, and I'm not gonna. I'm, I have no idea. The the later ones are stupid. You got to go with the original ones. Don't go with like the the ones without the main characters. You know, like the Randy Quaid and. I will do know. my best to not watch them. I know. <laughs> Text the nine two eight. I never have cash at the house, but when I do, it seems to find its way to my wife's wallet and then magically disappears. <laughs> weird how that Just, happens. Yeah, it's really weird how that happens. Right? <laughs> it's like magic. All right, thank you. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we've been talking about this idea for a uh, little over a decade now. The whole uh, day after the Super Bowl, having that off, making that a national holiday. Yes. And it's being brought back up again, Cheyenne. Should the Monday after the big game be a national holiday? The idea is that everybody's tired and hungover. (laughs) (laughs) And millions of Americans call in sick anyway. Yeah. So why not lean into it? Uh, studies have found it's one of the most unproductive work days of the year. Isn't that wow. crazy, though, that this this business that is the NFL, the Shield, mm-hmm. right, is such a massive organization that it has the power to put their championship game on a Sunday. And I mean, look, look at what's happened around the Valley, right? Yeah. With, with everything. There's signs everywhere, all over Scottsdale, all over Glendale, all over downtown. It's all about the Super Bowl because, A, because of the amount of money that it brings in. Right. Right. But just how many eyes and how much attention is on this one game. Yeah, they have a lot of power. A lot of power. And um, so the idea is that everybody's going to be watching the game. Everybody's going to be tired. But I think it's more so on the East Coast, though. Because kickoff is at 3.30 Pacific on Sunday. Ooh. So 4.30 our time, which yeah. I mean, we should be in bed by 8, 9 o'clock, no problem. Uh-huh. Right? But it's the East Coast. When it's 3.30 Pacific, it's 6.30 at night on the East Coast. So that runs till 10 or 11. So that would make sense that the East Coast, you know, New York, all the way down to Miami, they're going to be tired the next day if they're up watching their team play or up watch the game in general. Yeah. Oh, that would suck. Can't call it. A, we shouldn't call it a national holiday. It'd be like a half nation holiday. 
Only the East Coast gets the next day off. <laughs> if they get a day off, I want a day off too, Cheyenne. <laughs> now he's just jealous. You, you, you just stop that talk. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Some schools near Philly uh, are starting classes two hours late on Monday to let fans sleep in. Oh. And uh, a new bill in Tennessee would make it a state holiday. Um, I guess there was a petition back in 2013... Uh, that was going around to try and get the White House to weigh in. Back then, Obama had a policy to respond to any petition with at least 100,000 signatures. The Super Bowl one fell short, didn't have the 100,000. And then just recently in 2021, Biden nixed the petition policy. <laughs> of course he did. Come on, Biden. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> I think companies should just take it upon themselves and just give people the day off. I, but it's a, it's a game. It's a football game. Yeah, but it's a football game that just brings so many people together. That like, why not? If your yeah, if your I mean, points are going to be unproductive anyways, I'm not going to argue with it with you on that one because I mean, it's I would love to have that Monday. Yeah, off. we're having to be here on that Monday. Yes, and we're already giving you fair warning that don't don't expect <laughs> radio amazingness on that Monday after the Super Bowl. Hey, right? actually, it might be pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, maybe the best show of the year. <laughs> Coming in all hungover. And- Whatever else. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. That is Keith Urban, and well, here is Keith Urban. Keith, what's up, dude? Gunner. Hi, guys. What's up, man? How are you? Fantastic. You guys getting all Super Bowl geared up? I know. Oh, man. So geared up. Yeah. Uh, so, Keith, you can kind of hear uh, Cheyenne's voice. She's got a little under the weather. She's got kind of a uh, vocal thing going on. And I, oh, I, that's not good. I only bring that up because you up on stage, you know, you, you rely on your voice to do what you do. Do you have like a remedy, you know, like that, that you use that your go-to remedy when it comes to uh, a raspy voice or uh, something going on with the old uh, the vocal cords? It's hard, you know. I think, and we've got this Vegas residency kicking off, which, yeah. uh, which really is a unique Uniquely, well, look, you guys know in Phoenix, nothing like dry air just attack vocal cords. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Worst thing. But, um, look, I think you just gotta, you gotta sleep a lot and you gotta drink lots of water. And I think all the other stuff is just stuff. Yeah. I mean, nothing beats those two. She's, uh, she's been taking spoonfuls of mustard. She's been doing like, uh, honey warm and whiskey and warm honey. whiskey. <laughs> and I've been like, like camping out over my humidifier to just like <laughs> inhale the warm steam. <laughs> No, look, and if you, I mean, what, uh, how did it come on? I'm going to turn into Dr. Urban here right now. How did, how did it, <laughs> well, how I've, did been, it on, I've been sick for like a, about a week and a half, but like I didn't have any like throat issues. And then yesterday I was at home and I started talking to my kid and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm losing my voice. Yeah. No, I've, I've had that happen with viral stuff where it just attacks your vocal cords. And there's nothing you can do except just guzzle water and sleep as much as you can. And don't do interviews. So, you know, you're... you're yeah, no interviews. Nothing. You're on vocal rest there, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Keith, you mentioned it, man. You're going to kick it back up with the uh, Vegas residency uh, in March. Yeah, March 3rd uh, at Zappos Theater uh, at Planet Hollywood. We, we have been in the uh, Coliseum at Caesars Palace for the last few years, but we're going to move over to Zappos. It's a slightly bigger theater bigger room and uh we've just built a whole new production with a new production design team and man i'm psyched to get in there and get going what do you what do you like doing better um you know the the residencies or or touring you know where you're on the bus and you know doing what you do just going across the country and then around the world i like them both honestly i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to just do one and i guess i i was also surprised how much i loved playing vegas because i was 
Vegas is great to play, but I, when they talked to us years ago about doing a residency, uh, for me, I was like, man, same room, same this, night after night after night. I, it sounded like an episode of Severance. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was like, man, I don't know about that. But, you know, I we, we found out real quick, no night is ever the same in Vegas. I mean, even a Friday to the next Friday is not going to be the same. It's always different, different vibe, unique. And uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's only uh, a few-hour drive from Phoenix. Uh, definitely worth going to see. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So now, when you're there, I mean, you got a uh, good number of dates in March, good number of dates in June, and then uh, a show on July 1st. So, like, when you're there, what do you what do? You do? do they give you, like, a room at the on the strip there? Or do you, what do you do with your time there, like, when you're in Vegas, when you're not doing your show? Yeah, sometimes I'll I'll find a place to stay that's a little bit out of town, a few minutes out, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit easier to sleep and decompress outside of the Strip, you know. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I don't sleep great when I'm in Vegas. I think that's intentional, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, everything in those casinos, you know, from the carpet to no clocks on the wall to, to no windows is designed to keep you in there awake and not aware of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I love the vibe. I love the spontaneity of it. That This particular show, I think, is going to be a real balance of um, epic and intimate. This is the perfect room for that. I love it. Love Keith, it. Keith Urban, the Las Vegas residency, dates in March, June, and uh, on July 1st. Uh, Ticketmaster.com for all the details on that. Keith, uh, your pick for the Super Bowl, man. You mentioned it when we uh, first jumped on the line here. Ke- uh, Kansas City Woo! Chiefs and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got? Oh, man, I'm, uh, uh, it's going to be real tough. Uh, Mahomes wants it so bad, of course. He's, um, he's got that bum ankle, too. You know, I have to keep an I eye know, on that. I know, right? Yeah. But, uh, and, and, but the Eagles, man, they annihilated the 49ers. So I think they're on fire. If they had a game like that, it'd be a shoe-in. So I just think it's going to be an amazing game. You're not going to pick a winner? <laughs> I have no dog in the hunt. <laughs> I know, um, I that was such a politician's way around the question. <laughs> I'm going to pick Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Like a good it. choice. All yeah. right. I like Into it. The win. Dude, have a great weekend. Just reach out with you, man. <laughs> you got it. Talk to you soon, Gunner. Bye, Shay. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. Hope you had a great weekend. Have you ever had to bail on a date when you realized the person sucked? <laughs> <laughs> Question of the day right there. Uh, a new survey found one in five people have done it. They bailed on a date when they found out that the, uh, when you realize the person sucked. All right. And uh, 51 minutes is the time, the amount of time that we will tolerate a bad date before we ditch the person. 51 minutes? 51 minutes. That's not even they, an uh, hour. For those who didn't know. You, Captain Obvious. <laughs> like, that's him. Im- that's short. I must have a lot of patience. That is not short. Yes, it is. 51 minutes. I, I feel like if you were to sit down and realize in the first few minutes that the person sucked. You stick sit, it out. You stick it out to 51 minutes. That seems so long. That seems like uh, nails on a chalkboard. Just, uh, 51 minutes and nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. And you're thinking that that is a short Time for a yeah, date? because I committed, and I'm going to ride it out. Oh, have you Like, ever, how do you get out of that? Have you ever used an excuse to, um, to get out of a date? Kai, I guess, yes. Um, I once told someone that I couldn't find a sitter for my kids because I never looked for a sitter. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have kids, if you're a single mom or a single dad, yeah. oh, you could totally use the kids' card. I did. I didn't totally. even, I knew that I didn't want to go, and I didn't want to be mean, because I'm not a mean person. So I just blamed it on not being able to find a sitter. He Why didn't not? need to know I didn't actually look for one. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> you know, and he hears that, you know, you got to have a sitter for your kid. I mean, it's, it's the best excuse you could get, you could use. Yeah. I think in that particular situation. I think so. Right? Or if you're already on the date and the kid is with the sitter, to kind of grab your phone and be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Little I got to go. My kid's sick. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you've got kids that you're dating, that is the best line to use. You're no, set. Nobody's going to fault you for it. And he's not gonna like he's not gonna call your kid and check, like. Yeah, I gotta verify with your babysitter exactly. before you leave. Like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, some of the common excuses that people have used to get out of a date: I'm not feeling well, family member is sick, or I've got a work emergency. That's, yeah, those make I sense. Mean, they're pretty basic. Yeah. You know, but what is the lamest excuse that you've used or heard yourself when it comes to somebody canceling canceling on you uh, on a date, either before the date or during the date? The lamest excuse someone's given you. That's right. <laughs> or, or use yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can throw yourself under the bus here. That's For fine. Sure. You can text us at 22108. And I don't know if this text from the 480 is legitimate or not, but it's still kind of funny. Uh, got attacked by a tiger. <laughs> I would have more follow-up questions. I mean, yeah. the, like the whole kid thing, there's no follow-up questions. Right. You know. But you I mean, guys attacked by a tiger? The tiger situation. That that, that one requires some <laughs> follow-up questions. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> All right. Lamest excuse that you've used or heard to cancel a date. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, dating is a game for the most part. It shouldn't be. But, I mean, if you're single or have uh, been recently single or single at any time in your life, you know that dating is a game. Yes. You know, and I mean, for the longest time when Cheyenne was single, you know, and hearing her, you know, stories of dating and having to be on the apps and I didn't want somebody to love me, you know, that kind of thing. Like, God, I'm glad I'm married. I've got to deal with that. You know, and dudes canceling on you, and, yeah. you know, and all that. And when do I call the person back after the first date? I mean, it's a game. It is a game. Yeah. And then if you say the wrong thing, you come on too aggressive. You say... You know, the wrong phrase or something, you text back too early and then they you, they scurry off. They're scared. Mm-hmm. Stage five, Klinger. <laughs> no, I just over communicate. I apologize. <laughs> I know. It is a game. Yeah. And it sucks. And along, along that whole game, the whole part of the game is, well, maybe they don't like you. So then you got to come up with an excuse to get out of the date, either mid-date or before the date. And you got to deal with that as well. And it sucks. I'm assuming. Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> I I didn't date all that much. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're talking about the weirdest or lamest excuse that you've heard or used to cancel uh, on a date. And I mean, I've been married for about, uh, what, 14 years, 15 years now. Been with Emily, my wife, for 16, 17 years. So, I mean, it's been a while since I've dated. But the one date that I do remember, and, you know, we've mentioned it before. I get hangry. I got, like, these undiagnosed blood sugar issues, you know? <laughs> Yes, yes. You know, I may not even have a blood sugar issue at all. Maybe it's all in my head. I have no idea. <laughs> but I do remember that I had this date with this gal, and uh, we were supposed to go to dinner. Uh-huh. But And we've also talked about how I hate small talk. But I did not eat anything like prior to the date and all that, and I canceled on her because, um, uh, because I was hungry. And we were going to dinner. What? I canceled on her because I was hungry. I don't think I used that excuse, obviously. 
doesn't even make sense. You're going to dinner for your date, but you're hungry, so you cancel when you could have eaten on the date. I understand that, Cheyenne, but remember, I got blood sugar issues and I have zero. <laughs> like when I have, I get hangry. So you're making right? rash If I have zero interest in having small talk with somebody, I can't fake it as well when I'm in a very angry mood. Oh I can't. So I had no interest in really getting to know this person. Yeah. So I obviously used a different excuse. I don't recall what it was, but the real reason was that I was hungry <laughs> and we were supposed to be going to dinner. I know it makes no sense. Makes zero sense. Hey, whatever but, works for you but, led you to your wife. But, so yeah, I know, right? Close <laughs> the broken road, the lead and straight teeth. Uh, but no, so like I had just no interest in having a conversation and having small talk with this person at all. I get it. So, so I, then why did you even make the date in the first place? Well, because, I mean, I should have probably snacked leading up to it or something. Yes. Right? But I did not do that and it just kind of put me in a weird mood. And I mean... My hunger issues will put me in a weird mood the entire day. That is right? so true. If I don't eat breakfast or something, you know, happens in the morning, I'm just in a in a really weird mood the remainder of the day. You should probably uh, get that looked at. Yeah, probably. But I mean, I'm, I've already gone 42 years. So, so what? I'm good. Fix it now. <laughs> yeah, why fix it now? I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Uh, but what is the lamest excuse that you've used or heard to cancel on a date? Text have been coming in at 22108. And uh, we're going to get to these texts coming up next. So if you want to add to the list of the excuses, you want to include yours, because there's some crazy crazy ones coming in. Okay. And we're going to get to these coming up next. But you can text us yours right now at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Let's hope you don't get hit with a lame excuse. If this person decides to not want to go with you to the Phoenix Open or to the bird's nest or something. That is the worst. Um, I can only imagine. I mean, it's been a good number of years since I've been out on a date. I know that you should constantly be dating your spouse and this and that. But I'm, I'm just talking about <laughs> a first date yes. with somebody new. Right. And, you know, there was a short time in my life, 18 years ago, where I did go on a few dates. It wasn't many. Nobody would commit to, you know, going on a date with me. But the, one, of the, one of the people that did commit, I had to cancel on because I had no interest in small talk. And that's one of the worst things, the most excruciating things, at least to me, when it comes to dating somebody, from what I can remember, is the small talk and trying to just get to know that person. Oh, it's horrible, especially dates one and two. But in that particular instance, on that particular date, I hadn't eaten. We were supposed to be going to dinner for the date. I hadn't eaten. I was in a really bad mood. I was hangry. I had no interest in getting to know this person with small talk. So I canceled on her. It's terrible. I didn't say it was because I was hungry. I don't know what excuse I used. <laughs> Although you should have. Yeah. I can't go because honestly, I'm just really hungry right now. Yeah. And I mean, I was probably, <laughs> uh, what, 18 years ago? It would have been like early 20s or something like that. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I should have just said, uh, oh, my kid's sick. <laughs> And I didn't have a kid at all. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one way to confuse the heck out of somebody. But I mean, if you don't have a kid, you yeah. see my kid's sick. That's terrible. <laughs> that is but, horrible. But it's a great excuse. If you are a single parent and you have a kid, that is a great go-to excuse to get out of anything. Oh, a definitely. Date, any kind of date. Oh, I blame a lot of things on my kids. Yeah. Sorry. Right? <laughs> uh, but what is the lamest excuse that you've ever used or heard uh, to cancel on a date? Text are coming in at uh, 22108. Uh, text at the 740. One time I got out of a date by telling them my horse was sick. <laughs> Good one. Like if you got a dog. Oh, that makes right? sense. Right? I get it. Dog, horse, cat, hamster. 
My hamster's sick. If you, if anyone ever came at me like that, I would have a lot of questions. Uh, I texted the 480. I texted, quote, I actually just realized I am busy for the next five months. It's <laughs> terrible. You should have just ghosted the person. That's just mean. I guess who's going to be knocking in five months? Hello? Are you busy now? Yeah. It's me. Text the 480. NASA called and said, I have to head to the moon right now. Oh Is that an excuse that was used? It. No, you did not. Text the 602. A guy once broke up with me because he said he was really busy with fantasy football. I ran into him the next day with a new girl, and oh. they are now married. Oh. Well. well everything happens for a reason. That's right? true. I uh, texted the 480. I was on a date and this girl talked way too much. So I downloaded an app there at the table that you could set a timer that will automatically call you. So I told her I was on call with my job and my job called me in. Oh, that's genius. How about that in the moment? Downloading that app, setting a timer. Talk about premeditating yeah. for a date to fail. Well, no, that was in the moment. Yeah, but you have to know about it. Oh, the app? I yeah. didn't even know that app existed until just now. <laughs> Text to the 919. During a date, I have heard, uh, excuse me, I have to use the bathroom. And then they never came back. No. People don't actually do that, do they? Well, that person said it happened to them. Oh, my god! Text to the 602. Once I told the guy that I was allergic to feather pillows, which is why I could not sleep over. That's valid. <laughs> Sounds like an excuse I would use. Text at the 623. Gutter, you are my spirit animal. Hangry and no small talk. <laughs> yeah. Text at the 530. I said my neighbor's cat died. I had to cancel on the date. What? Text at the 480. I canceled the date because of my dog's birthday. I mean, <laughs> I get that with some people. I forgot it was his birthday. I'm sorry. I gotta. I have to celebrate. Uh, yeah, because he would never know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.